When we're young, we move with freedom and confidence, with a great resilience to injury. But somewhere along the line, we develop poor habits and become more vulnerable to back pain. Back Pain Solutions features evidence-based and practical advice to help you take back control of your health and get back to the activities you love. This is your guide to better back health through movement. So join us as we demystify some of the commonly held beliefs about back pain and build your confidence to a stronger back the smart way. Okay, welcome back to the Back Pain Solutions podcast with me, Ben James, and as always, my co-host, Jacob Stain. And today we're talking about weight loss and back pain. Does weight loss increase your risk of back pain or is weight loss a healthy way to go in terms of managing your low back pain? This question came through from a Facebook group that uh, I'm part of. So I thought it would be relevant to discuss it here on the podcast today and outline some of the things that we want to consider when we're looking at losing weight and managing back pain at the same time. Before we start, as always, head over to the website www.smartstrong.co.uk. Take advantage of our free ebook so you can start taking back control of your low back health in the next seven days. Really gives you some strong outlines as to what you can do, the things you can do each day to start to lower your back pain and get back to moving correctly. Okay, so Jacob, interesting question here uh, regarding back pain and weight loss and and not so straightforward because there's an argument, I guess, that having additional weight can provide some stability to the low back. We've talked before a lot about how core strength around the spine is so important for spine stability and with it reducing injury helping tissues to heal that are already damaged, et cetera, et cetera. So if you're carrying excess weight, is there an argument to say that losing that weight quickly could increase your instability around the spine and therefore cause you more back pain? What do you think on that? Yeah, that's that's a good question. And uh, I think there is an argument to say that if we have some excess weight it will provide us a form of stability and uh, you see this a lot with uh, power lifters for example where they uh, want to be uh, barrel shaped around the waist where they use the increased uh, body mass uh, as a form of stability in the low back and so I think for a body type or somebody who's not a power lifter, just you, you know, the average person, not really training, but uh, find themselves in a situation where they have a fair bit of excess weight around the waist. The body's used to using that as part of a stabilization or has a stabilization effect. And I think so then getting rid of that will, will you have a chance of becoming more unstable. Yeah, and I think it's important at this point just to kind of mention the weight loss piece because weight loss, if it's quick uh, and if it's sudden or or fairly sudden and and you're not even trying, then that could be a bit of a red flag if you're starting to experience low back pain at the same time. So it's important just to mention that if you're you're suddenly experiencing some low back pain and you've got a experience of sudden weight loss then that could be considered a bit of a red flag so you might want to consider going and talking to your gp but what we're talking about here is those people that are actively trying to lose weight 
they've got lower back pain already you're experiencing low back pain and that's actually increasing as a result of this this weight loss and like like you say jacob it, there's an argument to say that the, that it could afford some stability but at the same time i guess the question is are you trying to do exercise at the same time as you're trying to lose weight via nutritional means and therefore are the exercises you're choosing increasing that incidence of back pain increasing your experience of back pain rather than it is the weight loss itself that's leading to increased instability and that's where these things are never clear cut so i guess if you are losing weight just by nutritional means and not doing any exercise not doing anything differently then possibly you're experiencing that back pain as a result of that weight loss because previously the body was getting used to that that weight and it was it was providing some level of stability but what i would argue is in the most cases in the most instances people are possibly trying to do exercise at the same time and maybe therefore it's the exercises jacob that are creating that additional pain not the weight loss itself yeah and and i have to say i think my thoughts on this is uh, a person finding themselves in a situation like this would typically at least where where i'm from in the netherlands go to the gym and join aerobic classes or some form of uh class training you know where there's uh where there's a focus on increasing heart rate um non-stop movement for an hour and i think the the problem there is generally where someone who's stepping out of a chair being overweight now going to start moving for for the first time need to start focusing first on regaining or at least maybe for the first time ever finding and working on stability so go from go to a a place where you are then taught about okay let's work on uh, stabilizing your spine creating strength in the right way so that we within a few weeks otherwise a couple of months start moving properly where we're actually making you know starting with compound movements uh in a safe way so we're we're not going from sitting in a chair we're now all of a sudden motivated to lose weight we end up in a in a in a, in a class to music in the gym and now we're making movements like squats or lunges and, and form is just horrible and and we end up putting all that pressure through our joints and yeah and, and i mean in some ways it's it's great that that people are maybe motivated to to lose weight um but i guess it's that argument that are you experiencing some low back pain you've kind of made the realization or the link that maybe carrying excess weight is a problem which which it is because let's face it additional weight is going to put additional pressure on your lower back and we'll talk about a little bit more about that in a moment and so you're suddenly motivated i must lose weight and then you go out and do all that you can to lose weight quickly and like you say there jacob you know if you suddenly go into a lot of aerobic classes because aerobic classes naturally you know when you look at the the research and information on the internet and everything else yet you want to be doing aerobic work to lose weight and you're changing your diet suddenly you're finding yourself very unstable because you're doing exercise that your body's not used to and if you've got no core strength you've got no healthy movement then suddenly that's a lot of pressure a lot of um weight going through the low back without the stability there 
to help support that exercise. So I think the the point there is, and we'll talk a little bit more about this in a moment, that, that weight loss is clearly a healthy thing to do. We want to be promoting weight loss. We don't want to say, well, actually, you know, it might be giving you some stability, so just hold on to that weight because there are far more reasons to lose weight than there are to not lose weight. And likely, like we say, it's the exercise choices that you're making that are potentially contributing to that increase in pain. So losing weight is really important, but let's do it in a consistent, progressive way, not just a rapid, if I lose weight, then my back pain is going to go away because that's not likely going to be the case unless you lay the foundations for healthy movement and core stability. So I want to mention something there. I just want to mention mention something there that's really interesting before we move on to the next point. And that's uh, when we, like you know, Ben, if we make an MRI of a low back of somebody who's not been moving a lot, they've been sitting a lot. So that would generally be one of the reasons why we gain weight. And we look at a slice through the back. So we're looking from the top. We can look at the spine and we look at the muscles just behind the spine. Something is someone who's been very sedentary for a long time and uh, not been using those muscles. We see that those muscles actually turn into fat. So a certain proportion of them become of the muscle then becomes replaced by fat. So we we lose the actual muscle mass close to the spine that's going to provide a stabilization effect. And so if we then go straight from there to the aerobic class. The chances of actually stabilizing the spine is going to be, the ability to do so is going to be minimal. So, Yeah, and what you're talking about there is is muscle mass rather than the muscle itself actually going. You, we're talking muscle mass decreases and, and the, is replaced by fat. Yes, exactly. Yeah. No, it's a, it's a great point because, like you say, if you're then going to just suddenly dive into that aerobic class without that core stability, uh, without that supporting muscle endurance, then then you're going to make yourself far more vulnerable. And therefore, it's no surprise that losing weight increases back pain. So there is an element of the weight itself may give you some stability, but far, far more likely is the actions and the exercises that you're doing a as part of that weight loss program that are causing pain. So as always, it's about laying those foundations and taking things slowly and progressively because this should be a lifestyle choice, really. You know, we don't want people to be, oh, let me lose weight quickly and therefore my back pain goes away and then I can go back to how I was before because we're all about trying to be proactive and preventative and it's far better to look at this holistically over the long term to create a healthier you that not just makes your back healthier, but just makes you overall better, more healthier, and more resilient and resistant to injury. So clearly, the weight loss is a positive step. Uh, and the other reason for that, Jacob, is the nutritional element. And the, the, the increase in adipose tissue and the storage of adipose tissue and the release of inflammatory mediators and the, the chronic low-grade inflammation that and more often than not, people are not aware of generally, but certainly not in relation to to obesity. Yeah, and and what you're referring to there, Ben, is the the, 
the, the chronic low-grade inflammatory state that people are in when they, when they find themselves in a situation of being obese. And that means that the immune system is then not responding in, a, in, a, in, a, in, in the ideal way when it actually has to deal with injury or you know fighting a virus or bacteria. So then we, we find ourselves going to the aerobics class, for example, undergoing uh, microtrauma or injuries to our joints. And our immune system has to react and then take care of that, and that's our recovery. And that's just a normal state uh, that we undergo after having trained. But now our immune system is actually off, and it's it's overreacting, and these inflammatory mediators are they're, they're going too fast in the wrong direction, and we end up with uh, achy joints and all sorts of problems. And if we keep doing this and we haven't fixed it, it can lead to much bigger problems. But the, the ideal thing is we we are actually suppressing our immune system by by being obese. So again, like you said, I mean, there are multiple factors that are suffering because of it. And we would rather move in the other direction. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's a good place to kind of, let's lay out a bit of a, a vision, a bit of a, a step-by-step guide, if you will, for those people that, that are listening, maybe are carrying excess weight, maybe are worried that they've, they've read some information or that they've seen um, by being part of Facebook groups that people are losing weight and, and finding that their back pain is increasing and therefore they're completely unclear as to, to what should I actually do. Um, like we say, losing weight and moving in that direction is clearly the best way to go, not just for your low back health, just for overall health. You know, that's, that's, we don't need to, uh, we don't need to dwell on that factor. Losing weight and being in a healthier condition is, is the better way to go than, than, than carrying excess weight. So let's say someone's listening, they're carrying excess weight, they've got low back pain. What are some of the simple things that they can do? I mean, clearly, the the exercises we've talked about before, the building the core strength, those kind of the the McGill Big Three that we've talked about before, would be a great place to start in terms of some low intensity, keeping the back in neutral, safe exercises to perform to start to build some core strength initially. The suggestion would be to take it slow. You know, it's it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. And it's like you said, it's something we would like to consider uh, keep doing in the long run as we want to make a lifestyle change. We don't want to just lose uh, a few kilograms and and see how it goes after and maybe lose the motivation. So I think, you know, low-level cardio, long walks, if the body can handle and cope with that, you know, daily long walks, get the body moving. And at the same time, you know, from a dietary perspective, without going into too, into too much de- detail and it's it's very difficult to do so because it's always a very individual approach sure we look at look at a carb to- the carb tolerance test it's going to be very different for everybody but one thing that's certain and this would be my advice is make sure you get enough protein you know and multiple sources uh, make sure you you up your protein intake that's going to be very important because I think what a lot of people do when they when they are overweight and they want to lose weight is the first thing they do is they they, they, they eat less. So they stop eating for a big part. And I think one of the first things to go is actually your protein intake. So make sure you prioritize your protein intake, 
And so we make sure that we don't start losing muscle in the process of losing weight because that's the last thing we want to lose. If we lose muscle and we are not getting enough protein in, we are moving to a less stable state in the spine and in the rest of the body, but also recovery is going to suffer because of it. And also the, the other element there is that, that eating more protein and the right amount of protein is going to make you feel fuller for longer. So it's going to be far better exactly. tolerated than just quickly, like you say, just reducing your food intake, which generally is is not going to be very motivational because it, it's it's far harder to just suddenly go kind of cold turkey eat the wrong foods and just feel hungry to try and lose weight it's just not a healthy way to go and it's you know from the point of view of um, physiologically but as well as as mentally let's look at a, a long-term plan that is sustainable that is going to make you more likely to reach the goals that you're you're looking for so it, it's a great point regarding the, the protein but i think just generally reviewing that that diet and taking small steps you don't need to change anything significantly overnight you know right my diet must change completely again let's try and set some realistic goals yes we want to maybe want to change that diet completely over the longer term but let's make some some simple changes let's you know let's reduce the sugary drinks let's just drink more water you know if you do that over the next week alone uh, uh, reduce all of the um sources of, of fluid intake whether that be sugary uh, fizzy drinks or whatever that might be hot drinks hot chocolate whatever it might be just a simple move towards a healthier lifestyle could be your first step so keep hydrated would be a great point and start walking like you say jacob and it doesn't necessarily have to be a long walk if you just make that intention set that intention every morning before you start work to just go for a short walk and start to build that up over the next week or so, then you're just starting to set some small objectives that are going to lead you towards a more healthier lifestyle. Uh, and with that, back to those kind of core exercises, Jacob, that you can do at home, they're, they're going to be safe to do for people that are carrying excess weight. I think, like you mentioned before, going for the McGill Big Three, you know, learning how to do the crunch properly, the bird dog, you know, be careful with your shoulder, but then eventually move on to doing the side plank as well. And if you have some discomfort, the tummy lying exercise where you take the pressure off your back. So I think those would be a very good start. And be careful of just, you know, jumping into aerobic classes or anything of the sort you know, Zumba or, or the dancing classes at the gym. Because remember, your body has been, has been very sedentary, most likely compared to, you know, to, compared to the people who go to those classes regularly and who are doing fine. And so slowly build it up, you know, and, and see how it goes. Maybe do a shorter class, but be careful. It's no point in actually hurting your back in the process. It will be very demotivating. Yeah, there's no point compounding the issue because that, that's the risk. You know, if you've got a back injury, then there's a problem there. And then you go and do the exercise classes to, to try and lose weight, which is a, a positive step to take, but not necessarily the right step to take, particularly if it then compounds the injury, makes it worse, and then really demotivates you and sets you in this vicious cycle of, uh, of repetitive and sustained injury. So I think, like we say, just to summarize and conclude, Yes, in some cases, weight loss can lead to an increase in your lower back pain. 
very rarely is that simply going to be a case of the of the weight loss alone and therefore a reduction in the stability it it might be a factor but it's not enough of a concern to stop you moving down this kind of track of a healthier lifestyle and weight loss but what we want to make sure is that we start with the right exercises that focus on your movement and your core strength and therefore your spine stability first so that we're laying the foundations laying the platform to then later introduce aerobic classes and other uh, aerobic activities so that we know that you've got the strength and the stability to support those exercises like always it's it's kind of training for the sport not using sport to train is the kind of message there because unfortunately without laying those foundations you just are at more risk at the same time let's start looking at some of those small nutritional changes that you can make staying hydrated eating the right amount of protein a to keep you feeling uh, full for longer which is which is important if you're changing your diet but particularly in this case to ensure that we're not losing muscle mass uh, which we certainly don't want to do when we're looking at building muscles to support spine stability so there's a lot of information regarding the kind of nutritional and dietary approach there's so much information online um from your point of view jacob just in the way that you kind of manage your diet is there a good resource that you could think of we could direct people to if they wanted to read a good book on maybe the keto diet or the paleo diet because that in particular would be a pretty good choice in terms of keeping your your protein levels high and reducing those kind of inflammatory foods that we often see consumed as a as a certainly within the the western diet my 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 I think my best advice would be to look up Rob Wolf and to look at the Healthy Rebellion podcast by Rob Wolf and he's written two books uh, the Paleo Solution and I can't remember the second name now but that's probably the best resource if you want to really dive into the really interesting information regarding a very nutritious and anti-inflammatory approach to fixing your diet that corrects most things in the body. And that, yeah, that would be my my advice. Yeah, just to give a, a, a bit of direction if people want to read a little bit more on the, the subject of nutrition, it's certainly something we'll be, we'll be adding in in terms of our podcast and a little bit more information. But if you want to take a, a bit of a deeper dive right now, then that would be a good resource. The Primal Blueprint is also a good good podcast that you can listening to to get a bit more information and advice and but certainly from an exercise point of view as always head on over to the smart strong website www.smartstrong.co.uk take advantage of the free ebook a lot of the exercises we discussed there are in there there's links to videos on youtube as well just so you can see those exercises in action and practice those exercises and start to incorporate those into your daily routine and that's the key daily routine consistency and progression is what's going to lead you to success, not quick changes. And certainly in this case, quick weight loss. So hopefully that clears things up a little bit for people looking at losing weight and trying to reduce their back pain. 
Jacob, as always, thank you for listening. And guys, for those that have listened to the show, please head over to iTunes. Give us a rating. Give us a review. We're appreciating the comments and we're appreciating the contact that we're getting through on the website. So feel free to dive on over there and send us some questions and we can answer them on the show. And thanks again for listening. We'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you.